3: Hello, good afternoon. Welcome to join you today. We're coming to you live from our studios in Kukum We're on DTT because we're free to air on DSTV channel 421 and GoT channel 1 to 5. We are your home of independent, fearless, and credible journalism. Coming up this afternoon, Parliament reconnected to the national grid after settling more than 10 million of that 23 million to debt it owed ECG. Following yesterday's disconnection, we are live in Parliament for details. More importers and exporters say they are bearing the brand of the current erratic power supply as the frequent power cuts affect port administration. Also, Asantehemi Otumfose two calls on government to complete the Sewa Hospital. More as he inspects state of hospital projects in the Ashanti region. Plus, as we start the Ghana man today, we ask what does the spirit mean to Ghanaians and what should inform our reflections as a nation? We are a reminder for you. We're also live on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and X Spaces at Join News on TV. My personal handle is at the Nana Aisha. Please do stay for details. <laughs> of Ghana has been reconnected to the national grid after an ECG task force disconnect the uh, legislature over its 23 million cities debts. The chamber of parliament was plunged into darkness as well as MPs, officers, resulting in staff and members stuck in the elevators. It took the prompt intervention of fire service officers to rescue those trapped in the elevators. Parliament has since settled more than 10 million cities of the debt and has been reconnected. Parliamentary Affairs correspondent Kwikwa Sante has joined us from parliament with more Is Parliament confirming when it intends to settle the rest of the debt?
4: Well, this has become such an issue on the floor this morning because some members of Parliament are not really enthused about the actions that the ECG took. According to the minority chief of government, ECG should not be allowed to disconnect Parliament every now and then because Parliament is not an institution that generates funds on its own. And so if Parliament has not been able to settle its debt, it is mainly because the executive or the main government has not transmitted to Parliament the amount it's budgeted for. And so when ECG is allowed to do this, it actually affects them in the way they do their work. And so that, that issue has come up quite strongly on the floor. We do not have any indication yet parliament, when Parliament intends to set up the rest of the money they owe, because their entire debt was about $23 million. We understand it paid a little over $10 That still leaves a significant part of that debt in a race, and Parliament will have to settle that because ECG has made it clear that if you do not settle these debts as soon as practicable, they will be back to disconnect the the lights from Parliament. And so we understand they are fighting course to work with the executive, the finance ministry, to get them as much money as possible so that they can clear they can clear these debts.
0: Mm,
3: the State of the Nation Address debate is continuing today in Parliament. What is the latest?
4: Speaking, uh, the debate has just started. The education minister is on the floor. He is the first person to start the debate today. But the intermittent power outages has also come up when um, MPs were discussing the business statement for the ensuing week. Yes. Members of Parliament yes. want the yes. energy yes. minister, Matthew Kukuk, yes. premier, yes. to be dragged before Parliament yes. to come and answer questions on why the nation is plunged into this this darkness over the last few days. Yes. The country has been shedding load according to the minority. And the NDC MPs want the energy minister to come and answer questions, especially with claims that the country is so broke, it's unable to pay for fuel to actually power the grid. So these are questions that have come up, and the, and the majority leader, Alexander um, and has made this point that the majority MPs should already be filing questions. We expect that next week, energy minister Matthew Pupukwempe will be dragged before the House to come and answer questions on why exactly the nation
3: is facing these intermittent parties good Sante is a correspondent in parliament will definitely bring you more from the house uh, as and when we get it in our subsequent bulletins. Also, the southern importers and exporters say they are bearing the brunt of the current erratic power supply as the frequent power can't affect port administration, leading to delays in clearing cargo at the port. Speaking to Joy News, Executive Secretary of the Importers and Exporters Association of Ghana, Samson Asaki Wingo Wingobit, urged the Energy Ministry to release a timetable to avert more losses to the business community. I've been joined by Carlos Caloni who is on this beat for us. Carlos, paint a picture of the toll the power cuts are having on the port.
5: All right, Hi, uh, this morning I visited the fishing harbor and the MPS area at the main harbor itself. Uh, so at the fishing harbor, uh, I interacted with multiple officers who actually expressed concerns about the erratic power supply. Uh, the idea is that they are frozen schools to go bad due to the frequent unannounced power cut. And so because they don't know when the power will be going off, they are unable to plan to actually secure their goals in the room. And also, as the main thought itself, uh, some trade forwarders I spoke to also say the clearance of their cargoes have been for hours due to the power cut. You know, when the power goes off, it means that false uh, administration comes to a certain halt, and this puts certain delays. And at the end of the day, they believe that this not resolve quickly will lead to payment of demurrage the on their part. So, from the aspect of the freight forwarders, they are expressing concerns, and also from the uh, those operating uh, cold room, we are also expressing concerns over. Uh, the Iraqi power supply currently. Carlos
3: Coloni uh, is our, uh, our reporter monitoring this for us. Thankfully, we have Samson uh, Awingobit, who has also joined us, the executive director of the Importers and Exporters Association. Exactly how is this affecting your work, as you put it?
6: Well, thank you very much. I think it's not too far. What I'm going to say it will not be too distant from what Kaloni is reporting. I think I remember on our platform uh, since last weeks or last week, the complaints was that even there were containers that vessel that uh, has arrived at MPS and containers were supposed to be transferred to other outside
3: right Some terminals.
6: We call them the ICDS. Uh, as a result of there was a blackout, it affected the air. M- In the course of that, uh, with the industry players, we are not happy because, in the sense that if there there are delays at the MPS before containers end up moving to outside ICDs, the import will end up paying the mortgage and rent, and that is not the make of the importer. So, quite clearly. Uh, of course, and he made mention of the the cool rooms. Of course, uh, assuming you are not aware of inner power rush sharing, uh, you close your work, you've gone home, and in the night, then boom, the whole light went off. Assuming you do not have put up in place, this uh, is that if the frozen bit was supposed to be stored under a certain temperature, minus five percent, uh, minus five and, and degrees degrees. And it's not like that, then it's going to affect you at the end of the day. It's going to be our whole shop,
3: right? Samson Awingo Bates is executive director secretary of the Importers and Exporters Association. They want the Energy ministry to share a timetable for the load shedding so that it will avert uh, uh, more losses, as he put it. Let's go. To Kumase away from the power outages. the Santehino tomb for to the second has taught some health project sites in the Ashanti region which are either stalled or under construction. Prominent among the facilities visited is the Sewa Regional Hospital, which is ninety percent completed but left unattended to, with deplorable roads impeding its usage. That Santehin inspected the pace of work of project sites while advocating for their early completion. Nana Boache Iyadom joined the talk as, far as this report.
7: The Ashanti invested three project sites in the Ashanti region, including the ongoing renovation works he speared in at the Konfarnoche Teaching Hospital, the Stalled Sewu Original Hospital, and the Mother and Baby Unit at the mission Hospital. The comprehensive renovation and modernization of the Konfanoche Teaching Hospital has reached a 60% completion rate. Utunfo has been leading the Hillcath project through a $10 million public fundraising exercise to renovate the traditional walls of the hospital. Samo Edubwache is the chairman of the Hillcath project.
8: Konfanoche is not going to uh, leak any further when it rains major problems of Confernoche was the fact that yeah. if it rained today, for two weeks, some of the walls will be leaking. We are privileged and happy to mention that the last rains that we have experienced are not even one leakage. The king is very please. The progress of so far because of the space uh, concerns, the hospital is still in session so what is happening is that we we'll be doing it in phases. So currently, the A4, A5 demolition has happened the things have almost arrived so as it arrives, we'll be making sure that it's a matter of fixing those uh,
7: fixtures and fittings that we have imported to be able to do this The Asante Hini later inspected one hospital project, which is to serve as a regional hospital The facility, already 90% complete is left unattended with the roads impeding its usage dr Emmanuel tinkering is the ashanti regional health director
9: the hospital has been completed For the past one year, what we need to do is to get electricity connected to the hotel. You know, we need a transformer that can power all the machines. And the current electricity that we have will not be enough to power the machines. That's uh, that's the reason why we believe that we need a new machine. So fortunately, ECG uh, has connected us from the main line and giving us two transformers all that we need to do now is to connect the hospital to the main lines and then we can test run the machines and then train the staff and then open the facility Mm. Also, the road, uh, you saw it yourself. We need to put it in shape. Dr. Ejakupoku, who spoke on
7: behalf of the Asantini, says the visit is to advocate for the completion of the projects.
1: It is part of his activity to occasionally go around to see the developmental activities going on. Sewia Regional Hospital is very significant and he must come and see. Uh, We've been told that is about 90% completed. So he's here to find out why it's not moving and to see how he can't also support the program to go.
8: Definitely he will have to uh, put in his advocacy skills to get us
7: moving. The Asantehini ended his inspection at the construction of the baby and mother unit at the Minshe Hospital. Well, the Asantene is expected to add up his voice and call on government to speed up its work on these sites to ensure that these projects are completed in no time. For Joy News, my name is Dana Buachidankwe Yadom. Kumase.
3: Well, Ghana Month is a period used to recognize the rich cultural heritage of the nation. It's also to teach the younger generation the moral. And values upheld in Ghanaian society. This month of March will be no different, but has observation of the Ghana month lived up to its billing? What can be done differently, and what should be the takeaway in this month of March? Chief of Edumasan uh, Nanan sakwa has been reminding us of who we are as Ghanaians.
2: Influence and dominance on our lives and our culture is way too much. And there is not a single country, a people, a tribe, a community in this world that has ever made anything significant or meaningful by copying somebody else. So everybody develops by being who God created them to be. Yes, you advance, yes, technologies come, but you find your terrain, and you advance within your terrain. But we seem to have completely sidestepped ours and mimicking others. And so you realize that every time we... You and everybody just complains, why Ghana? Why Ghana? Why can't we move forward in the you know, in in, in the face of all this abundance, culture, and on top of that peace, You know, and on top of that peace, there are countries who are at war, who are actually even, you know, Developing faster than we are, and why is it? Because we are not true to ourselves, and so Ghana Month. I am glad that we have adapted it wholly, and we are putting everything into it, uh, so that you know the, the young ones growing up will not depart further than what they are now. So, as for Ghana Month, I am all for it, and I urge each and every Ghanaian, you know, to be fully on board. With whatever it is in Ghanaian, because that's how God made you.
3: The Ministry of Sanitation and Water Resources has joined calls for an action plan and constitutional amendment to help eradicate gender-based violence, especially against women and children. Such acts have become predominant in rural areas where women and children lack basic needs, including water schools and toilet facilities. The Ministry, during a stakeholder engagement in Kumasi, addressed issues of gender-based violence and sexual exploitation to develop an action plan to eradicate such acts while ensuring the arrest of perpetrators, there's more in this report.
7: In Ghana, women face a risk of sexual violence, according to a report on domestic violence by the Institute of Development Studies 2016. An important feature of such incidents is the nature of the power relations created by parties, perpetrators and victims of this.
0: Don't you love an extra hundred dollars in your pocket?
7: practice and a context that draws them together this has necessitated an action plan by the ministry of sanitation and water resources to subdue such offenses to facilitate inclusive delivery of water and sanitation services justice gloria Mensabunsu is in charge of the gender based violence court at the Kumasi high court she underscores the need for an action plan and a constitutional amendment to curb such acts
10: the law is that if there is an established defilement the punishment the minimum punishment is seven years imprisonment and the maximum is 25 years imprisonment and it's a strict liability law so there's no option of a fine therefore why w- why would we come to court for somebody to be sent to prison while we get nothing out of it so They think that if, to me, I think that looking at the cases so far and the challenges I have in prosecuting them, if the law is amended so that we have an option of a final compensation, not even that option standing alone, but in addition to um, a term of imprisonment
7: justice mensa Bonsu encouraged parents to report cases of gbv sexual exploitation and sexual harassment to ensure perpetrators are brought to book
10: our advice parents you know and i sympathize with them because i know that because of stigmatization and all that it's very difficult but When it happens, it has happened, and it has a long-term trauma effect on your child. Long-term, because right now you may not know, but the person may not want to be married or will have issues relating very well with their partner. So they should try as much as possible to allow the law to take its course. So that the perpetrators will be brought to book.
7: Project lead for the ministry explained why it is putting up an action plan against the gender-based violence and its related offences.
3: One of the indicators that we are looking now is gender, <laughs> leaving no one behind principles and all that. And once you are bringing both women, men, girls, boys into development contests, there are some populations that are vulnerable to gender-based violence and then sexual exploitation so for us providing service in water and sanitation
10: and we work in communities of course we'll have those vulnerable
3: people in our working environment we need to put a system in place for us to be able to achieve that target of redress of any gender-based violence
7: for joe news my name is nana buwachi dankwe yadom
3: Climate experts with the Regional Climate Outlook Forum have warned that the changing weather conditions could seriously impact crop production in Ghana and affect food security. This comes in the wake of a stark warning from the Ghana Meteorological Service highlighting the health hazards linked uh, to soaring temperatures as the sun is said to be moving northward from the southern hemisphere.
11: But factors including high cost of credit, non-availability of improved seedlings, and the lack of mechanized irrigation facilities have significantly dwindled the fortunes of the sector. Speaking to join News on the sideline of the Regional Climate Outlook Forum in Accra, the Head of Research and Information at the Agriculture, Hydrology and Meteorological Regional Center in Niger, Dr. Abdu Ali, want local farmers to resort to the cultivation of crops that are resistant to drought in this period
12: to sustain their production if you know that for the upcoming seasons you are going to have a lot of rainfall so this information is very strategic for farmers they can choose the right land the right crop varieties so that they can make benefit from this upcoming rainy seasons if they know that the upcoming season is going to be dry, this is also very beneficial, beneficial for them. So they, from this information, they can cope with these dry situations. So for example, they can choose an area which is more resistant against drought. Instead of going to high land, they can, they can uh, do their crops into low land, because you know, low land is more resistant to uh, drought situations. And also, for example, if they are going to face drought situations then they can choose crop varieties that are relevant for drought situations so they, this helps them to cope with drought situations with this uh, climate change issues uh, you are going to have an increasing in the extreme so we will have more and more heat waves and you will have more and more extreme rainfall situation. So you need to cope with this one. For example, if you are producing tomatoes and then you know that the heat is very high, so this is, this can really lead to uh, big, big damage uh, of your tomato uh, productions. So I, I think we should uh, provide advice and we should sensitize uh, the farmers that this is a situation we are going to face more and more because of this climate change situations the weather will become more and more hotter compared to the what we know in the past so i think if they used to produce tomatoes and uh, they used to take it under the weather so they need now to change their practice deputy director general of the ghana meteorological agency
11: eric suman gives more explanation on ghana's current changing
13: climate situation In Ghana, we have two main um, rainfall patterns. We have the major season and the minor season for the middle and the southern sector. And then we have one season for the northern sector. Every year, we come out with a forecast, which tell us when the rainfall is going to start, when the rainfall is going to cease, when we expect high spells periods that we're not expecting rain within the rainforest season and then cumulative rainfalls that to be expected. To be able to do this, these countries from the the Gulf of Guinea countries with our sub regional center Agreement and then the regional center ACMAT, the scientists with scientists from these countries Together and then do the analysis of reading the models, analyzing the data to be able to know the outlook of the season. And that's what uh, Ghana Meteorological Agency, for that matter, Ghana, is privileged to host this year, which we've just
12: opened. And it's
13: so critical for decision makers.
3: Former UVN sports minister Elvis Efrianka has opened up on what led to the airlifting of money to Brazil 10 years after the incident. It comes after President Eko Forado this week reacted to Ghana's humiliation in the 2023 African Cup of Nations in Ivory Coast. Elvis Efrianka, in a yet to be aired interview on PM Personality Profile, said the posture of the Black Star players. Oh, some time now it's problematic and if not checked will keep drawing the country backwards adding no player should be allowed to hold the country to ransom
8: Not aircraft. no and I'm saying this on record this is the first time I'm saying this publicly and I've evidence pictures videos you know the money was brought you know Ghana's fleet. Eh? every plane that belongs to Ghana is managed by the aircraft so it was the air force Flown by a senior, 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 senior of the air force that flew the money. Okay. So this business of chartered plane for the first time, I'm saying this in public. Nobody chartered any plane anywhere. So this is how the money came. And when the money came, the FA, the FIFA, Brazilian authorities, customs, because they knew we had a crisis. In the meantime, and this is what broke me, the players refused to train. Until they, um, they said if they don't they see cash, cash. Mm-hmm. look, I said everything. That's why the commission, if you recall, again, people who don't pay attention said, oh, they asked him about money and then he broke down. No. They asked me, at that time, how did you feel? because i had spoken to them i said just go and pray. do you know what it means to qualify to the next stage in the workout what it will, it will do to your career you know the level your career will go to train because if you don't train there's science okay before every match there's a number of times you should train heavy training trial match light training rest so that your body and your muscle memory will be conditioned if you lose one it will affect you So I told them all these things. You train, your money will come. Just train. Because if you don't train, you would have cheated the country. Because when the money eventually comes, your performance would not be able to be up to par. You would have collected the money anyway. They said, no, unless we see physical cash.
3: Before they will train. Before they will train. And that
8: broke you. So we took the money to them. And you saw them. They were kissing the money. You You saw the videos. They were kissing the money. No player, no Ghanaian should be allowed to hold the country to ransom in this way.
3: Mm. Full interview airs at nine PM this evening on the join's channel to make a date. The country's youth has been urged not to allow themselves to be used to foment trouble during the electioneering period. Speaking during a health and peace walk organized by a Wabi's youth group executive secretary to the National Peace Council in the Upper West Region Emmanuel Dayuma called on the youth to choose the path of peace and not to allow themselves to be used as instruments of destruction join users Upper West Regional Correspondent Traffic Salam reports over 10,000 youth drawn from over 100 youth
1: groups and comes in the one municipality and beyond took part in the health and peaceful work called name work with Jonju. This came on the heels of last year's successful event. We saw 70 youth groups participating in. The youth groups, majority of whom are from political parties, religious groups, professional organizations and football supporters, took part in the event organized by the Wajang Bairi-based youth club. Junjo Palace. The attendance was massive as mates of the youth still all principal speaks in their township. They walk, jog, dance and music played on sound systems, kept on tracks and also from local drums. <laughs> Convener of walk, with Jundio, Baba Sadak explained why they have embarked On the wall. You know, as election is getting near, this is twenty twenty four. The incumbent MPB said To retain power and break the eight, the position also said they want to wrestle power from the hands of MPP. And we are also in a war zone uh, environment surrounded by Burkina Faso, Togo, and Niger, and other uh, uh, francophone countries. And definitely, if peace is not paramount, something must happen. And as we are getting into the election year, we need to position the youth as an agent of peace before, during, and after the elections. And that's the reason why we've brought all these youth groups together to drum home. The word of peace, so they know that before election, after election, whatever that happens, happens. There is no need to uh, for for chaos. People have to go about their normal duties and live in harmony. Other organizers of work with Junjo also to the light on the event. We are all aware that if a country can grow, it is the youth that don't have to drive the what the Never. peace oh of the car. Never. That is the more reason why we have Never. invited Never. our security Never. service so that there will be a. Ser- what? Harmony during and after elections. So what I can see this morning, it,
10: I'm of the view that if we're able to succeed in this and the people go home with whatever message we share here, it can translate and give us a peaceful election come 2024.
1: War-based supporters of English Premiership Club, Western United, also had a bite. Of the pie. We are representative of Ghanaian Amers supporters union. So
12: as everybody is saying, we are, to, uh, we, are we are here to also preach uh, peace.
3: Ministry of Education says government is working at improving the standards of food provided in the various senior high schools while admitting the challenges associated with the school feeding program. The Education Ministry's public relations officer says the food served to the students are of good quality and are laid fears of parents who are worried about what the awards consume while in school. Let's now cross over and speak with my colleague Kenneth J.C. who's on the beat for us. Kenneth, uh, what can you report from where you are.
0: Hello, Kenneth. Thank you. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count.
3: Hello Kenneth, Uh, I'm asking what you can report. First of all, where are you? Which school are you right now? And what can you report from there? We've been
9: to St. Thomas Aquinas Senior High School. Uh, When we went to Laboni, they were served porridge and bread for breakfast. We're yet to see what they were served, or they will be served for lunch. But I have the Education Ministry, P.R.O., Kwesi Kwatin, with me to share a few words with me. Kwesi, we've been to, uh, this is the third secondary school we've been to. Government has said that you've admitted that, look, there are problems with the uh, school feeding program, but it is a work in progress. No, we never said there are problems with it. What we are saying is... that so like, you, have, you, you have no problem with it? No, obviously. I like mean, generally,
14: any uh, sector may be, have, may be having their own challenges because anything that you have a human interface with, certainly you may have your own challenges. But our responsibility here, first of all, is to visit the schools, assess it for ourselves, have a first-hand information, particularly when they, what involves the food distribution and feeding in terms of the quality, in terms of the quantity. Then from there, uh, we should be able to provide any intervention where necessary, and when they are also require some level of improvements, then we take the necessary actions. So, like you indicated, we started from Laborni, then to uh, Saint Thomas Aquinas, and also to Presec. Uh, it is important to also add that these visitations, which has been instructed by the Minister for Education, Dr. Al-Sed, which is only being done in Greater Accra. All across the other regions, there are also personnel from the Ministry of Education. Fraser Secretariat with the media right. to also visit the schools and assess the situation.
9: I mean, one would say that these are sort of Category A schools, uh, Presbyterians, Boys, Secondary School, St. Thomas, Aquinas, Laborni, these are top, top schools that may not be having the issues that we highlighted in our documentary. The, the schools that are, you know, outside Accra, is the situation the same As we are witnessing here, are they being served better food as we are witnessing here? Uh, I
14: think it's something that I've already spoken to. That in order not to situate the conversation only in Accra, even other regions, there are also most of our our people there from the Ministry of Education, from the Fraser Secretariat, from GES, who are also on grounds with media people like you. And of course, I mean, like you stated, the evidence always speaks for itself. I mean, we are not here to manipulate anyone. We are not here to tell the journalists what to do but just to have a fair idea of what is really going on. Even beyond PRESEC, you can
9: suggest a school who will make an announcement visit and go there. Okay. Uh, thank you very much. So Aisha, we, we, as I mentioned earlier, we are at the uh, dining hall, one of the dining halls of uh, Presbyterian Boys Senior High School, and we see the, the boss of the Free Senior High School Secretariat interacting with some of the students. We've we, been on tour with you to three schools, what have been your observation? I mean, the Joy News documentary that is coming out highlighting the issues, confronting, feeding in the secondary schools. Is that really what's happening or it's a different picture?
10: It's a different picture altogether. You can, you yourself, you can attest to the fact that the, all the schools that we visited, I think there's food over there. all the 18 items that have been supplied to the school at least, We've supplied 15 out of 18. So this shows that the picture that is painted out there is false.
9: Yes, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, Aisha, so uh, there you have it. So We've spoken to uh,
3: the free senior high. School. Can I just say with that report, let's take a break on Joy News uh, today. We'll return with business. <laughs>
8: Don't give you this. They'll give you this, they don't give you the carry. So a school that is not having 900 students is supposed to have three bags a day to feed 900
7: students.
10: Every night these children go to bed burdened with thoughts about what they will eat when they wake up to a new day.
5: It's so about the quantity, and then the quality,
4: quantity, and then the amount of food they sell per table. They are selling it very soon,
5: very soon, and further even get better than
3: It is no fault
10: of thes that the government that promised their parents free education is unable to provide enough food to feed their youthful appetites.
1: And sometimes kinky, the kinky they give us too. or should we not fish
10: plate the free as you just promise coming soon on join us
2: Africa. a new era has begun, shifting our focus to a new horizon, connecting us with the one purpose, to create and share opportunities to grow. brighter tomorrow, built by our dreams and our energy. Across our continent, across the world, we are creating a better way to a better future. A pan-African future together. ECOBANK A better way, a better Africa.
7: Daddy See? Oh, this tank is big!
12: Yes, that's
14: true.
1: It can store a lot of water. That's
14: so true.
1: Wow! It has a working surface on it. hmm
14: That's so
7: true. I can see S-I-N-T-E-S. Syntex!
9: That is so true, my daughter.
7: But it's further
9: into That's not true.
1: But why?
9: Whoa. Hey.
8: <laughs> Syntex was the first to introduce double layer tanks in Ghana. Syntex
2: again was the first to introduce white inner layers in Ghana. Syntex gives you the biggest warranty, seven years. No matter your water needs, Syntex is the answer. Syntex tank. Are you strong? Are you tough?
11: Welcome to the business segment on so Join News Today with me, Payos Kojo Baka. Tax partner KPMG Michael Boatin is pushing for the rationalization of the country's tax laws to lessen the burden on businesses in order to make them sustainable. According to him, irrespective of the fact that some taxes have been passed, the government has a greater role to play in ensuring businesses are not overburdened. There is more in this report. Businesses in Ghana have in recent times been inundated with numerous taxes adversely impacting the operations profits as well as ability to fulfill tax obligations. This has unfortunately forced many out of business with majority of them barely surviving. in a bid to assist its members, stay afloat and thrive, the Accra Regional Chapter of the Ghana National Chamber of Commerce and Industry in partnership with auditing firms KPMG and JS Mollu has organized a workshop on efficient tax planning for all members. Speaking to Joy Business, tax partner at KPMG, Michael Wharton said it is imperative to rationalize the country's tax laws to lessen the burden on businesses.
13: I believe that as we are going through this process, a time will come that they need to have rationalized some of these taxes uh, based on the burden on, on companies and to make them sustainable. I think this is a discussion that we need to have because the issue has been that, and it's been there, that um, with, with the expansion of the taxes and others, um, some companies, you know, are, are bearing the brunt. But at the end of the day, you know, that discussion needs to be looked at, you know, to make sure that companies are sustainable.
11: Treasurer of the Accra Regional Branch of the Ghana National Chamber of Commerce and Industry, Kwame Bouidi, stated that tax planning is a critical aspect of business management that directly impacts financial performance and compliance, hence the need for the workshop.
14: A tax is a big thing. If we were all to pay our taxes, we wouldn't be crying. So we thought we would make our members aware that. If you pay tax, it's good for government revenue, and it's a legal thing, so it's binding. But on the corporate side of it, too, when you pay your taxes, it makes your finances, at the end of the day, your financials look more credible. You're able to upscale. You'll be able to get proper uh, people to partner you, and so on and so forth. So that's a key reason why we are doing this, to allow our members to grow and to be good corporate citizens.
11: On his part, managing partner of auditing firm J.S. Malu Bernard Bimpon stressed that effective tax planning strategies enable businesses to optimize their tax liabilities while ensuring compliance with relevant regulations. Tax laws has already been, I mean, uh, passed. It's to act, it into to force. So fighting with GRA or uh, implementing authority will not solve any problem. What you can do is look at what has, been, what, what has been passed, the taxes that has been passed, and see how you can benefit from it or how you can effectively manage your business within the taxes that has been, uh, have been passed. The workshop aims to unlock the secrets of tax efficiency. For Joy Business, Pios Kujobaka.